This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflective... I, I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflective. <laughs> and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. Oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with, with a, a drinking drink. problem. Hey, everyone. What up? Do, do I always you? do that? Do no. I always do that when we start? Yeah. Oh. I am pretty sure this is episode 27, which means we've been doing this for over half a year. Or more than, depending on where you fall on that argument. Wow. Wow. We're getting right into it. <laughs> Don't want to disappoint our listeners. Oh, never, never. Speaking of disappointing our listeners. Hey, guys. We're, we're doing it all the time. <laughs> We've gotten a lot of feedback this week. <laughs> so this is coming out um, a little bit later. So this is 27, and the feedback we got was for 25. It's just how we record. Don't worry about it. It's complicated podcast stuff. You guys wouldn't understand. Um, <laughs> we need to do it a couple weeks ahead of time because sometimes we get too busy. And we have to miss weeks. <laughs> so Annie, who's a listener, sent us a message. And she was none too pleased about episode 25. Uh, she just, she thought it lacked a little in the grammar part of the title of the show, which is a grammar show. <laughs> Listen, times are tough. <laughs> I don't always just know things off the top of my head, which means, and I'm like a certifiable idiot. <laughs> oh God, Brian, like at, at points have been like, has been like, um, you know what guys, I want to do like uh, grammar shots or something. Like we're trying to think of like a cute title for things that we would put out like short podcast, like five minutes that we'd put out like in the middle of the week. And it's just about grammar. It's like a tip, like very short and concise or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's not like our normal format. We don't drink and stuff like that. And I was basically like, I can't because I'd have to like go back to school for that or something. How about in like three years after I get my master's? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know how long that takes. Uh, <laughs> But uh, we hear you, Annie, and I really do appreciate her writing us, and we would love for all of you to tell us what you like and what you don't like and what, what you want more of. And she did send us uh, – we had a little back and forth, and she sent us a short list of stuff that she thinks we should talk about, which we're making a point to do in the future. And we invite all of you to do that. So the email's drunkwordnerds at gmail.com, or we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, drunkwordnerds. Just remember my feelings. Just just be gentle because Linda has a fragile, fragile heart. I really do. I was so sad when I first saw that. Man. But then we got another. So this is the funny part. So she's like, guys, come on. Talk about grammar. Like enough Anne of Green Gables or whatever. <laughs> Which I told, I'm like, wait, I really think that's related. <laughs> so then we got another email. Drowning and my sorrows now. 
from a listener who I love because he specifically wrote how to pronounce his name because he just knew that I would fuck it up, which I appreciate. I'm probably still going to fuck it up, but thank you for trying. He's uh, Yvonne, and he says that in episode 25, we made a a boo-boo when we were defining eponymous, and he said he uh, gives us a little, little correction, which, again... Appreciate it. I appreciate it, Yvonne. He says to think of eponymous as a less clumsy way of saying named after the person or the person the thing is named after, which honestly, I was trying to say in episode 25, yeah, but I can fully get... understand that that didn't come across because I was drunk and lazy. Or maybe I did it. I don't know. I haven't re-listened to the episode since we've gotten all this negative feedback. <laughs> I've been too busy on my 25 is just going, it's good. She's burying it. She's opening up a box in her mind. She's putting it in and she's burying it deep in the ground. And my therapist will find it years from now. She'll never go back. But we appreciate you guys. Seriously, sincerely. Love you. Kiss, kiss. I hate you. Lynn. Yes. You're such a jag off. God, I'm really taking a beating this week. <laughs> well, some of that was self-imposed beating you gave yourself. Yeah. Um, I was thrilled that anyone just emailed us. So, Well, that's the other thing. It's kind of shocking when you realize that people actually listen to this show. I was with a group of people when we got Annie's so email. fucking awesome. Why wouldn't they? Well, it's just you kind of forget, like you're in like a bubble, and then all of a sudden, oh, like when people bring it up to me, I'm like, oh, uh, you listen to that? How'd you find that? Like, I get so like weird about it, like as if it's this private thing that only the three of us know about. But I'm like, yeah. I just act like I talk to Brian and Morgan. I don't, I just don't think about the fact that like other people are listening to it. And when they bring it up, I'm like, uh, I feel violated. Jesus. <laughs> well, the Jagoffs over at the. Uh, Oxford English Dictionary. These guys again. No, I feel about them. <laughs> Mel Gibson and Sean Penn. Yeah, those jagoffs. They officially defined, they officially put a jagoff in their dictionary, which is appropriate because they're jagoffs. But so this is a, a Pittsburgh word. It's chiefly used in Western Pennsylvania, and it's officially des- defined as a stupid, irritating, or contemptible person. It's like AKA asshole. Yeah. So that was really big grammar news in the world today on <laughs> God, I can't speak. In September 16th, 20 of 16. <sighs> Cut it was all big that news out. for Cut all today. That out. Okay, so Jagoff is in the dictionary. It's not in Merriam Webster. We're working on it. There's a petition. What's the is pronunciation there- for that? How did they do it correctly? So it's like jag off. <laughs> how do they say it? Uh, just jag off. Yeah. No, no, there's no, no, the off, like, no off isn't a Pittsburgh accent. Well, that's why I can't do it. I'm not from Pittsburgh. Yeah. No, it's just you jag- guys say it funny. Just a jag off. Way. Jag off. I'm trying to think of how your dad says it. Uh, is it like a long A? Hard A? Whatever you like, call gonna it. like, going to wash my jag offs. Oh, God almighty. What? That sounds weird. I know. Anyway, I have a t-shirt that says I'm surrounded by jagoffs, and I wish I was wearing it right now. 
I don't, I don't know if I should be included in that. Guilty by association. Fine. Speaking of crazy words that only exist in certain places, mm-hmm. there's a new campaign. Sorry. There she goes. There she goes. <laughs> Burping up a storm, ladies and gentlemen. How many how many fucking emails we're gonna get about that? <laughs> I just delete them before you see them. <laughs> we get a surprising amount of creepy, more belching emails. Burp more, you jagger. God. <sighs> All right. Alert, emergency, emergency. Words and phrases are going extinct. That was at your computer? I don't know. <laughs> I was moving my hands up and down like it was, but. The Dictionary of American Regional English, otherwise known as DARE, which means something very different to me. Me too. As a millennial. I know. <laughs> Millennials are like, what's dare? Damn it. <laughs> I'm so mad. I think that my mom threw away that t-shirt. Your dare t-shirt? Yeah. Those go I for, had it for so long. Uh, good money on eBay. Here they used to. I still um, have my boys to men t-shirt. The straight edge so, kids buy them. Do they really not do dare anymore? Do the, do the millennials no, not know? drugs now. <laughs> oh, drugs are in? Yeah. Well, they're legal in a lot of states now, so... To lose no, battle. There's just like lots of God. I loved stuff. our dare officer. She was so awesome. She once came in and she was so a female tan. officer. <laughs> My word. Yes. Wait, what's a dare officer? It's yeah. an officer that comes to your school oh, as part I of the dare meant, program. I in the school. Do we need to explain what dare is for the baby millennials? No, Google okay. it. <laughs> what does it even stand for? Drug, drug awareness really excites. No people? drug. <laughs> Drug and alcohol, something, something. All right, keep talking. I'll look it up. Do you up. remember they would come in with that huge briefcase of every drug and all the bad kids were like, Ugh, I got those. No, no. no? Drug abuse that? resistant education. I had... resistance education. Oh yeah. Oh, drug abuse resistance education. Huh. So I had dare in fifth grade. So no, they weren't like kids doing drugs. But um, <laughs> they were like, everybody try cocaine. See how <laughs> terrible it is. Our dare officer came in one day and she was really tan and but she had these like white marks on you her neck. Remember this? Yeah, she had these white marks on her neck. And people were like, What are those marks on your neck and why are you so tan? And she was like, I went to the tanning salon and I fell asleep. And I was like, What's a tanning salon? And that's when I found out what a tanning salon was. And your life forever changed. It really did. Linda's associated tan with beauty and coolness ever <laughs> since that yeah. moment. I mean, I don't go tanning anymore. Like back when I was young, I did, but I like still think it's super cool to be tan and like and I, super cool to not do drugs. <laughs> yeah. And I my I was talking to my mom right before I came over here and she's like, How are you? I was like, God, I'm so pale. Like I'm it's still a part of my everyday, like anyway, but um That's insane. Also, our dare officer made us all, she lied to our class and said that they were canceling the dare program for our district or whatever. And she was like really sad about it and was like playing a role. And then she was like, write a letter to my supervisor to say why we should have it. And then she collected them and then told us it was a lie. And she like used them for like to get a raise or something. (laughs) This psycho bitch sleeps in tanning beds, lies to kids. 
I loved her, though. <laughs> Says a lot about who you are as an adult woman. She might have been the most important person most, in my life. The most influential person. Yes. Oh All my right, gosh. I don't even know. All right, back to what slang. I don't know. <laughs> the dictionary. Sorry, Annie. <laughs> oh, I thought that the lady's name was Annie and you still remembered your dare officer. No. No, her name was probably like Tawny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Anywho, the Dictionary of American Regional English is a project that has been running since 1965 when almost 3,000 face-to-face interviews were conducted with people across the U.S. to map the thousands of differences in dialect across the states. So we talked before specifically on our live show about dialect and how certain turns of phrase exist in certain places and nowhere else. And these phrases have been, oh, sorry, I'll make sure the sound's off my computer, uh, have been <laughs> compiled by this, this other dare. And they have found that as time goes on, some of these phrases and words are going extinct. Extinct, or actually on the cusp of extinction is the exact quote. So it's from The Guardian, right? Yeah, so this article is on The Guardian. And they're asking people to... (laughs) Podcasters in particular, right? Yeah, there's uh, (laughs) podcasters just like us. They didn't ask us, though. (laughs) (laughs) To adopt an endangered word or phrase and use it on their shows. So I was thinking maybe we could find a word or phrase to use on this show Oh, to save humanity. Okay. Here's a couple. Let me know what you think. Okay. Be on one's bean water. It means to be in high spirits or feel frisky. It's chiefly from New England. Would you always say, no, you would say like, I'm I'm on my bean water. I'm on my bean water. Okay. I like that. I really like that. Okay. All right. It's it's a contender. <laughs> Ooh, some of these are gross. <laughs> I don't want to say. Uh, a dropped egg is a poached egg. I don't think we are going to no, use that a I lot. Don't like that. Ears, I do like poached ew, eggs. Ew. Ear screw. An earring. No. Cheerfully, chiefly from the Gulf states or lower Mississippi Valley. No. Oh look what look what Brian got me for my anniversary! Diamond ear screws. <laughs> Disgusting. I like how that was a real life a possible example, and that's the voice you used of yourself. <laughs> Fogo is an offensive smell, also chiefly New England. I kind of like that one too. We could maybe do a couple. My bean water's fogoing. I was going to no. say these ear yeah. screws are yeah. Fogo. How do you use it though? They need to use it in a sense. Unoffensive smell. Hmm. Wait, unoffensive? And offensive. Oh, like, and So offensive. the trash is Fogo or? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Or, or would you say like there was a Fogo at the bar? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it a noun? Too much like Bogo? Like yeah, Brian game. left a Fogo in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a pop skull is a cheaper illegal whiskey from the Appalachians. I don't think we would ever use that. A popsicle, pot cheese, cottage cheese, barf. I hate cottage cheese. Me too. This should 
We should start a podcast about how terrible cottage cheese is. I like every once out. in a while. Love cottage cheese. Like try to like it. And then I'm like, Small Ugh. curd, large curd. Uh, you're disgusting. Morgan hates the word curd. Especially and moist pot curd. cheese. <laughs> yeah, pot cheese is kind of gross. Oh, it's like weed cheese. Well, here's a here's a, just a wrong one. <laughs> weed cheese. Um, <laughs> this is from Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, which is Brian will have you know is called. Oh, my most hated word, Delmarva. You ever hear that, Lynn? It's a real thing. I don't know if I ever heard that. Dude, like yeah. the radio station, like Delmarva's greatest hits. Oh, <sighs> yeah. There's no signs. Yeah, that's bad. Anyway, that's not the word. If the you word guys, is listeners. If, if you're from Delmarva, go fuck yourself. We don't. We don't want you. No, Just not kidding. the listeners. We want, we want all of them. The people who say Delmarva. Yeah, start a petition. Write your Congress yeah, none people. None of our listeners say Delmarva, so we're in the clear. <laughs> the word is shat, which I think we all think we know what that means. Not in Delmarva. It means a pine needle. Hmm. Why would you need <laughs> another name for a pine needle? Brian, these shats are all over the floor <laughs> from the Christmas tree. <laughs> That's how I always talk to Brian, though, is in some variation of that voice. Yeah, when I'm not here, I guess it's like a real Here's real another one. Guys, mm-hmm. guess how they say a pine needle in Maine? Spill. Hmm? Spill. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, Sweep up the spills. That actually, for some reason, makes more sense to me than chat. Chat. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're both stupid. Okay. A wamis. <laughs> wamis? I is like a, that one. Is a men's work jacket. Oh. Okay. What's a work jacket? Yeah, I was going to ask that, too. I think it's like what people who do, like, physical jobs would wear. <laughs> we're unfamiliar. Remember those, like, farm jackets that we were in when we were, like, in fifth grade? No. Oh, they were called barn jackets, not Did farm jackets. Did Tawny wear one? <laughs> Probably did. She was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Tacker is a child, especially a little boy in Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, Eastern PA. So that's us. A little tacker. That little tacker. Go home, you little tacker. Call your mother, you tacker. So what did we decide we're going to say? Bean water. Bean water. Sticking with bean water? Wait, I think there was another one too that I liked, but I like that one better. You say in my bean water. On my bean water. On my bean water. Lynn, you're really on your bean water tonight. There is another what one. What does it mean again? I already forget. To be in high spirits or feel frisky. Yeah. There was another one on that list. I didn't remember any of them as you were saying it really, but <laughs> there was one that stuck out to me because I felt like I knew it and it was bag school or bag class. Oh, yeah. I didn't say that one. And where- it is like Pennsylvania, I think, right? Does it say that? Yeah. Um, hold on, I gotta find but it. I f- yeah, to bag school, to play hooky. So it's like, but like, I feel like it's not just school. You yeah, be like, you could bag bag off. I feel like I would say bag off. Is that not right? Mm, well, I don't know how the Western PA does it, but True. over here, I've always done like, oh, let's bag it or like bag like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just I mean, it. I don't really say it, but I like know what it means. I think my dad says it more than whenever he's on his bean water. Yeah. Bonnie Clabber is thick sour milk. Oh my God. <laughs> Linda, I have a question. Tell me. Do you know when to say bi weekly and when to say bi monthly? <sighs> yes, it's a hairy situation, but yes. It's come up. 
in the office a couple times. There are a couple right answers. Specifically, you know, billing cycles, yada, yada. Well, that's... And people have said, like, what what are we doing, biweekly or bimonthly? And I'm always like, I don't know. Yeah. Because I'm helpful. It can be this... (laughs) You... It can be me the same thing. I mean, that's the most frustrating part. And actually, if you're talking about something important, like financial situations, you should probably use something more specific. But, um... Yeah. So... Bi-weekly and bi-monthly, they can both mean, well, I'll just use one of them at a time, but bi-weekly can mean twice in one week. Okay. Or it can mean every two weeks. So bi-monthly can mean twice in one month or every two months. So bi-monthly and bi-weekly can mean the same thing if you mean bi-weekly every two weeks and bi-monthly twice twice a month. So basically... You just shouldn't use it. And we looked up um, on the Merriam-Webster here. Dictionary of choice at drink, 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 drink. Yes. Uh, Corey Stamper of Merriam-Webster um, has a little video there. We tried to listen to it, but then Brian started. Running um, the garbage disposal. the garbage disposal for like a really long time. <laughs> and we could, and we, were, we just gave up. We also weren't, weren't that. I mean, it looked really we, interesting. We got the gist. It looked really interesting. Gist. I'm sure it's really good. But uh, we were like, what? I was like, whatever. I, so I know the what the answer is. the moral story is, is you have to be like, we're going to have our meeting once every two weeks. Yeah. Or we're going to send you a bill every two months. Yeah. You have to say what you mean. Especially if it's important. <laughs> well. Yeah. I used to have a meeting that was like a bi-monthly meeting that I um, – help to like organize or whatever but whatever it was on people's calendar so I didn't care that it said bi-monthly what happened to Fortnite? what do you mean (laughs) people used to say Fortnite to mean two weeks I don't know (laughs) what happened to that I just asking (laughs) I still see it sometimes you do? Fortnitely yeah where like in your romance novels? Mm. (laughs) maybe that is where it's trying to do a quick google but it's not working in your fabios Let's see what happens my fabios it. oh damn the first thing that, that came up slang words still around the 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 first thing that came up was fortnite lingerie mm. told you it's romantic brian remember when you hung out with fabio yeah remember fortnightly when, remember when <laughs> fabio held me in his arms while i was wearing a tuxedo there's a picture of it anyway. you'll have to post that I can't believe it's not bi-weekly. It was for a uh, can't believe it's not butter ad. <laughs> which is why Morgan made that joke. And it was very they funny. They get it. Everybody knows he's Do the they? dude. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably an old person no, joke. I don't think that everyone knows that Fabio is the I can't believe it's not butter guy. Really? No, because that was like from the 90s. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Whatever. But you this know podcast is called I Love arms. the 90s. <laughs> That's what we have to tell Morgan. <laughs> yeah. But she's just, like, why do we talk about grammar so much? Why is this girl Annie complaining about the fact that we don't talk about grammar? This is a 90s podcast, right? <laughs> Morgan and I went to an event the other day where they had uh, complimentary valet parking and complimentary parking. But 
And took an Uber. Us, yeah. <laughs> neither <laughs> of us took advantage. But um, they spelled the complimentary correctly. But I think on a lot of invitations where it says, like, invitation is complimentary or, you know, you know, parking is complimentary, a lot of times it's spelled incorrectly. Well, when we used to work together, yep. the big boss CEO of our company would always want to see like everything to, to approve it. And even sometimes stuff that she didn't actually need to approve. She just wanted to look at it. And then like weeks later, you would get it back and she would be like, oh, good job on that, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And she just wanted to be in the know. Always did. Yeah, just fingers in all of the pots. And I had written something that didn't need her approval, but my supervisor had just left it for her and she had gotten to it again like weeks later. And she was like, good job. Uh, except <laughs> wrong complimentary. Oh, so this has been an issue of yours. Yeah. This is why you brought it up. I messed it up. And I wish I could say I learned my lesson like nine years ago, but I didn't. <laughs> and I still get confused. Help me, Linda. Complimentary with, or compliment or complimentary with the E. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so, C O M P L E M E N T means to go well with something or to complete something or okay. so like a complimentary wine pairing because it matches the food. Yes, but n- if it was complimentary with an I, that means it was like, free. Dog. Oh yeah, I, want I wonder that. if restaurants ever made the mistake and you can be like, boom. Oh, Not paying for it. That would be so great. Um, yeah, so the way you can remember it is, okay. I think, complete. Think of how you spell complete. Yes. C-O-M-P-L-E. That's the beginning of complimentary. Okay. Which is completing something or... I literally never knew that. Okay. <laughs> it's not like really that good of a tip, but... That would it makes sense. The other one with the I yeah. is you can compliment someone like, oh, I really like your shirt. Yeah. That's with an I. Or complimentary, like, yeah, wine that, is also with an I. And that's the one that people get messed that's up. That's where I get confused. And that was what I had messed up in the thing that I had written. And people think it needs to be fancier than the I. Well, also, like, well, because I thought that compliment with an I meant you look nice. Mm-hmm. So that shouldn't mean. Your parking is complimentary. Mm-hmm. And the boss at the time who had corrected me, <laughs> I think her like advice, this was like all on a sticky note, was like, if like you think somebody like looks nice, you want to give them something for free. That's a good way that's to put complimentary. it. Complimentary. Yeah. But it was too roundabout. I couldn't remember it. I was like, wait, I think what my was complete that is probably roundabout th- too. No, but I think complete is it makes more sense to me. So that, um, yeah, so the I is for two different definitions yes. and the E is for one. Yes. So I hope that helps people, especially Morgan. It's been nine years. It's been nine long years. She's been waiting for someone to help Still her. Still fucking it up all the time. <laughs> I hope not. Just Google it. One, uh subject that we've covered on here a few times that people 
continue to sort of email us about or bring up to us. Golden Girls? Well, obviously. Friends? Yeah. That's Anne it. of Green Gables? Gilmore Girls? <laughs> SeaWorld? <laughs> no? Close. None of those. <laughs> but email sign-offs. Mm. It's very contentious thing. And I think part of the reason that everyone brings it up is because we haven't really given a solution no. to these. No, because everybody hates all of them. That's the issue. Yeah. Even peace, which I Welcome love. Welcome to America. <laughs> everybody hates everything. Get over it. Um, and so I saw this uh, Los Angeles magazine article that I thought was pretty relevant, even though we've talked about it so many times, but I just think people keep bringing it up. So it's what, what your email sign-off really means. Um, and Joe Donatelli, ooh, I like that, Joe Donatelli, mm. um, says, among our tragic first world problems, email sign-offs don't get enough attention. Well, not on this podcast. Yeah, you should, you should <laughs> tune in sometime, Joe. It's a 90s podcast about email sign-offs. <laughs> How you doing? That's not a sign off, but that's a good opener. It it is, yeah. Um, he says later, yeah, you know it because uh, when you come to the end of a work email, sometimes you stop and think, how do I end this electronic message in a manner that does not convey I am aggressive or passive aggressive or fake British? <laughs> <laughs> Cheerio. Maybe you have a go-to sign off, whatever it is. You ought to know that it's terrible and everyone hates it. Yeah. Oh. Um, so he gets into some of them, which like we all these articles have done it, but these are pretty funny. Best, I am more important than you. You see, I am wishing you the best because I have some best to give. I am overflowing with best. I am made of best. You, you are lacking in best. You have no best. You are bestless. Sounds best. Here, have some of my best. I use well, best it is. almost all the time, and that's exactly <laughs> what I think. But I also, if you on. read it, it's like, Best Morgan, like, I, like um, category yeah. best winner me. I <laughs> I do that too. I don't put the comma in. <laughs> you just do best Brian. You yeah. should do the best Brian. Well, the yeah. the is implied. Yeah, and instead of writing like dear Linda, I write less Linda. <laughs> um. Uh, thanks. If you had done your job correctly, I wouldn't have to send this email. Oh, I always write thanks. Sometimes thanks, with an exclamation point. Yeah, if I will never know how I actually feel about you. That's when I do th ex thanks exclamation point is if I'm actually mad. Yeah, wow. then I'm like thanks. I and do. It, this what is that why means I hate is exclamation points. Th like thanks exclamation point is like <laughs> I fucking hate you. Wow. In my business writing, I use those three exclusively, and I'll look at my email <laughs> chain. If I just use the thanks, I'll use a best. And wow. I'll use a thanks I never go. You, would, you should never go back to a best because it's like less personal than a thanks. I don't think so. Well, because I use thanks when there's like I'm actually thanking someone. Like yeah. I'll even add something so that I can. I say use thanks. best. Sometimes <laughs> I just put my name. Sometimes a hyphen name, but uh, or an n dash, depending on what looks better. Mm -hmm. But I will do best. It just seems that it's somewhat professional, and so I'm all. I'm just like yo, my best man, Brian. My my best man me. Wait, sometimes guys, I do mean thanks exclamation point. I just meant that when I'm really mad and I can't be you mad, definitely use that. That's when I use it. There are times when I'm actually being thanks exclamatorily. I use it if the other people <laughs> use exclamations. Like I try and match what their writing style is. 
But sometimes I have to send a message that's like, actually, everything you sent me is totally wrong. And this thing that I'm using doesn't work. And can you please fix it? Thanks. So you use thanks. No, Passively. you use aggressively. only thanks when you are angry. But you don't use, I use thanks it. only when you are angry. Wow. Remember our last episode? You're going to think about that for a while. Okay. Ooh. We email different people, too. That's a big thing. Of course you do. It would be weird if we email all the same people. <laughs> like, is your, I, I'm, I, all my emails. If like, every time I got an email from something. Morgan, then I got an email from Brian right away. <gasps> like those creepy people have, like, couple <laughs> Facebook accounts. Do you know, have we ever talked about that when you email me? I think when you start an email chain with the three of us, it always comes up as Brian Husband. <laughs> But, like, even when I respond, it says Brian Husband. <laughs> Guys. Yeah, why? Is that your phone or something? That was forget? my misguided attempt. Listen. She did that on their second date. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the weird thing. He's always been Brian Adolph in my phone ever since, like, I met him ever since we got married. Like, I never took the last name off. Uh-huh. But recently, with the world we live in, I... Oh, added husband to his name because I wanted if I oh, were found why? dead in the target Ugh. from a mass murderer mom. she was like put ICE in your phone I was like nobody's fucking going to my phone I it's wanted locked. somebody <laughs> who like found me to be able to call my husband and be like you know your wife was shot by a madman and but I never got to <laughs> All I did was add husband to his name, which then, because we have... Don't we, you think you should do husband first? We both have Androids. It went into the husband Google Brian. and the Gmail and the whatever. But I never at, got to the point where on my lock screen, you still you still can't get in. If I'm dead, you can't get in. You can't see husband. You can't, you can't call anybody. Yeah. I, I was always wondering why you put that. It was very bizarre. I was trying to do a, a thing. And I quit halfway. So welcome to my life. Like <laughs> yeah. Like, like complimentary. Turned out to be harder than I thought. So I'll just keep doing it wrong. <laughs> till I get shot by a madman and a target. Um, okay. THX, which I loathe. Oh, that's the other one I use sometimes. Yeah, I he does a lot of THX. Shit, I got to get out on an email to you today. It makes Fuck. you think of those period underwear. Well, what the hell do you like, Linda? Wait, listen to listen to. Are you the one that puts peace? Yeah. Which I started doing too, and I think about you. I'm like, wait, is this really cheesy? No, yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thx, I'm super busy, too super busy to spell whole words, and finding th and x on the keyboard actually <laughs> takes longer than spelling the word thanks. Um, so, cheers. I wouldn't know you. I. I wouldn't know you if you punched me in the face right now. I don't get that kind of. Um, never use cheers. I know a lot of people I, who use cheers. I but never I, use it's, cheers. Because I, I work with people in the booze industry. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think we talked about that before. Um, talk soon. If I actually wanted to talk to you, I wouldn't have sent an email. <laughs> um, take care. Oh, no, I don't like that one. Uh, ciao. I went to Italy once. <laughs> if somebody wrote ciao in their email to me, I don't, I don't know. I would think it was like a joke. Blessings. I'm a grown adult who owns a Drake poster. Weird. That is weird. Does not. I think like Precious Angels figurines. <laughs> yeah. Um. Inspirational quotes. There is an abyss inside me that no amount of success <laughs> or love or CrossFit will ever fill. 
So his solution is yes. either nothing. He says you don't need to sign an email. It's not regards, is it? No, it's nothing. Oh, okay. He says you don't need to sign an email. I don't like that. No, you have to. So he gets into it and he says, all right, if you really have to do it, write your initials. Here it is. It's authoritative, yes, yet personal, formal, yet relaxed. Added bonus gives every email an air of, I am, and I damn well mean it. I don't know why. Mm. Um, if you, And if you're wasting my time with an email, you better damn well meet it. What's his name? Cheers, Joe. What's this guy's name? <laughs> Joey D. Silveri or something. J.D.? No, Joe Donatelli. Yeah, J.D. Like, I like that. Those or, are D. I don't write my initials. B.A. Like, ma. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look good. But I, like... Mine's Mo. T.K. That's a, those are two great initials. I like, like that. I also use your initials all the time, Mo. Yeah, but see, people Wait, do... Wait, on your emails, you use hers? People call me. Oh, okay, I, I, sign off. Like, I, oh my God, yeah. refer to her as Mel. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I feel like I can't use that as a si- email sign off to strangers because that isn't like one of my nicknames. I don't think he's necessarily saying to strangers. <clears throat> Just in general. Yeah, I don't All know what you would do to strangers. strangers. Yeah, but like or I, people I don't know well. That would be like you signing off and being like Lynn. Yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. don't call me. Don't call me Mo. Don't call me Lynn. Like, you're not my friend. Although, yeah. I feel like you can if you have an email signature that has your full name. Sure. So it's like, he's right. You don't need to put, thanks, Brian. And underneath has my name. But I just, it looks good. I like to do that. Unless I'm in a chain, then I kind of like, I'll, and I'll also, relax on it. And also, if you're going to put your initials, put your first name, Joey. <laughs> See, every sign-off creates a problem. It does. What's your beef with THX? Window. I think it it really says like I'm so busy. I'm I'm like so busy. I can't find the letters on my keyboard. But Ugh. what if it's like, and I, I think literally it, just used it. I also it reminds me known of only assholes who use it. It reminds me of the period <laughs> underwear. Oh, I'm an asshole. Period underwear. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? But I use it in. What about in text message? Mm. I don't mind it in text message. See, I use THX in a text message, but I just use it in an email where I sent like two sentences because it was it could have been a text to someone I actually would text. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. I put way too much thought into all of them, but I think I'm right on all accounts. Peace. If you want to leave a review of this show either about how much you love it or how annoying we are or how we go on too many tangents or how we're totally wrong when we define words. We're open to all of it. You just have to do it on iTunes. And you said this on, a, on the last episode. you got to go on your computer, open your iTunes, write a review, yada, yada. We're going to have a contest soon. So get your reviews in. Mm. There's going to be a prize. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But we haven't figured out what it is, right? Oh, we did. It's top secret. Oh. So secret Linda doesn't that. know what yeah. it is. I know. Why am I out of the loop? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. 90s rule. <laughs> it's our sign off, right? Yeah. <laughs>to show that people like don't even like google something they're like fortnite sounds sounds, sounds romantic <laughs> let's use that it's like
<laughs> Soon it's gonna be four score and seven years ago lingerie. Actually, that would be my lingerie line. Four score and seven years ago lingerie. This has been a riveting production.